Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer's Sermon Podcast. The readings appointed for this sermon are from the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 1, through chapter 2, verse 4a, Canticle 13, Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 13, verse 11 through 13, and the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 28, verse 16 through 20. Now open our minds and warm our hearts, but also bend our wills, for we seek to hear your word. Amen. How do you explain the unexplainable? The love you have for your child, the way a seed sprouts up, a seed you don't remember planting, the resiliency of the oppressed, the one holy and blessed undivided trinity of persons, or as we like to call them, God, creator, Christ, and Holy Spirit. This morning, we try to explain the unexplainable on Trinity Sunday. In our reading from Genesis this morning, we meet them, the original they, them, theirs, the one who was in the beginning before anything else ever was, when the earth was a formless void, the rush of a violent wind swept forth from God and formed the land, water and light and life were made and God was in all of it. Speaking and seeing and blessing and making and calling it all very good. Before humans ever came into being, God was there. And billions of years later, human beings began to tell one another what they thought God was like. Some of the very first human writings that ever attempt to explain God still struggle to profess that God was a small and simple little thing. How could God be that way? Have you seen how complicated and beautiful this creation is? Even in Genesis, God is plural in form. Let us make humankind in our own image, according to our likeness. So God created humankind in God's own image. In the image of God, they were created Male and female, God created them. Plural, and yet, one. This is a challenge and gift to us on this Trinity Sunday. How can something be so many things, and still, just one thing? Well, Love is like this. 
We love our friends and our families, but we also love bagels. We love the way birds sing in the morning, and we also love when they are quiet so that we can sleep. Even the world's oldest monotheistic religion, Zoroastrianism, confesses that though God is just one being, God is present in the lives of living things in many forms and under many circumstances. Countless theologians have attempted to deduce the magnificence of God into a single metaphor. God is like an egg with a shell, a white, and a yolk. One egg, three parts, and don't get, even get me started on the chicken thing. God is like a tree. The roots, the trunk, and the branches, they're all wood. But clearly, they have different forms and different purposes. God is like a banana, which I don't know if you know this, but if you peel open a banana and gently push on the middle of the pulp, it will split into three identical parts. I remember Chris doing this once on Trinity Sunday and then asking the congregation gathered, now, do we have three bananas or one banana? And my personal favorite, God is like an author who wrote a book about all things. And God made herself the main character in this book. And in the book, she was a boy who loved human people a lot. But not everybody else loved the boy. As it turns out, all of the characters in the book, even the bad ones, had a little bit of the author in them too. We humans are great at trying to explain the unexplainable. In preparing for this Trinity Sunday, I asked our six-year-old son Aristotle if he had any wisdom to share about this seasonal undertaking of trying to explain the Trinity. And he said, just tell the people that everybody poops. <laughs> and always remember Jesus. Honestly, not a terrible metaphor for living creatures. I mean, it calls us to acknowledge our humanity with humility. The Spirit tells us when it's coming. And oh, by the way, Jesus did it too. 
The most wonderful thing about Trinity Sunday, I think, is that we gather in community to try and explain the unexplainable. We look to Jesus for wisdom on what this unexplainable thing or persons might look like in our real human daily lives. Jesus helps us to explain the unexplainable by showing us what God looks like in real life. God looks like showing up among the oppressed and the marginalized. God looks like healing and welcoming and restoring and growing. God is like the creation and that which is beyond our senses, all that is, seen and unseen. God is like the love of parent and child, giving grace and good gifts, even though these relationships are oh so complicated and often frustrating. God is like a small kindness given to one person who then goes out and gives a hundredfold what they themselves have been given. God is something we try to explain, but in the end, we really just have to experience. And in that way, God is like baptism. A community of God's creation gathered around a human soul, reminding them that all that happens in this one little moment is actually the culmination of the entire story of God's people made present in a small pool of water. That every challenge in our lives will be met with prayer and promises. And that no matter what happens, Jesus will be with you unto the ages of ages. I don't want for us to have another Trinity Sunday where we just sit around and try to explain the unexplainable. I want for us to live our lives as if everything good is God. And know that we have countless opportunities to live our lives in the reality of that light and that love. I want you to go out there into the world and be so weird and so joyful that people say, what in the world is that about? Why would someone go out of their way to show kindness to a total stranger? Why would someone with so much privilege lay down their power to serve the interests of the disenfranchised? Why would this person insist on peace when clearly 
The world is hungry for violence. I want the world to ask, why are they like that? And for the only explanation to be, it's because they are baptized. Many people made one in the name of the holy and undivided trinity of persons, the unexplainable and undeniable presence of God beyond us and with us, for us and in us and among us today. We don't have to have the perfect metaphor. We don't have to have all of the answers. We just have to be willing to say, I think God is a little something like this. Never mind. Let me show you. Amen.